Hi, I'm Peter Alsop. Welcome to my Songs to Chew podcast. This episode is Chris Moose Holidays. Some of you are new to my music. Thanks for subscribing. And I know there are lots of you who've grown up listening to my albums, you've come to my workshops and raised your kids on my songs. So thanks to you folks too. Some of my Songs to Chew podcast episodes will be specifically for kids and families, like this one, and some for adults and teens. So I'll make sure you know which is which. Because this is the holiday season, I'm releasing two chapters of Chris Moose Holidays. And at the same time, we'll release two chapters from my Ebenezer's Makeover episode for adults. Then in the next couple of weeks, we'll release the following chapters for each episode. And we'll do it before December 20th so you can share them with your friends and family. Today's show is the first chapter of Chris Moose Holidays, which was originally released in 1994 as one of my albums. I have Christian and Jewish friends who tell me it's part of their holiday ritual to sit together and listen to the story every year. Amazing, I know. Each chapter is about 10 to 15 minutes long, so you can listen on the way to school or at work in the morning or while you're exercising or before you go to bed at night or doing whatever you do. This story and the songs are definitely songs to chew, songs to get us thinking. And now, here's chapter one of Chris Moose Holidays. Okay, we're at the mall. You kids ready to go shopping? Yeah! I want to see Santa. But you have to pay to see Santa. I know. I have money. Peter, watch out! You knocked over the display. I didn't see it. Oh, come here. Help me pick this stuff up. I'm glad you did it, not me. Thanks. Mom calls me clumsy because I always spill my milk. Everybody spills things. Come here and sit down. I'll sing a song I wrote about my friend Chris. He thought he was clumsy, too. Up near the North Pole, where it gets real cold, there lives a great big moose named Chris. One day he just stopped by Santa's workshop to help Santa with the Christmas list. And he said, Christmas, Christmas, on the Merry Christmas. Hi there, Santa, tell me what to do. Christmas, Christmas, a hairy Merry Christmas. I came over to help you. Then he bumped a table that was a bit unstable, and a whole wall of toys started to sway. It just missed two elves who might have hurt themselves if they hadn't jumped quickly out of the way. Christmas, Christmas, I'm a clumsy Christmas. That was an accidental thing to do. Christmas, Christmas, a hairy merry Christmas. Sorry, Santa, let me make it up to you. So Santa said, okay, Chris, maybe some Christmas you could help me bring the kids their toys. But I've got reindeer to help me this year, and I wouldn't want to scare the girls and boys. Christmas, Christmas, I'm a jolly Christmas. Oh boy, Santa's gonna let me pull a sleigh. Christmas, Christmas, a hairy merry Christmas. I'm gonna fly with Santa some Christmas day. Then late one December, I'm sure that you remember when colds and flu bugs get inside our head. The flu bugs this year infected Santa's reindeer. Santa had to tell them all to stay in bed. Rudolph said, I chew, cause his nose was full of mucus. It was sort of pink and luminescent goo. Prancer was wheezing and Dancer was sneezing and Donner and Blitzen had runny noses too. So it was Christmas Eve and 
no one could believe it when Santa decorated Chris with mistletoe. His antlers full of lights, they took off through the night, and Chris sang louder than Santa's ho, ho, ho. He said, Christmas, Christmas, come a merry Christmas, flying over rooftops, pulling the Santa's sleigh. Christmas, Christmas, every merry Christmas, helping out the reindeer on Christmas Day. Well, the story's almost over. The deer are eating clover, they're playing with the antelopes out on the range. And Chris has painted his nose, it's like a giant red rose. Next time we go flying, I won't look so strange. Christmas, Christmas, a very merry Christmas. Yes, sir, Santa, I can pull your sleigh. Christmas, Christmas, a very merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you this Christmas day. Merry Christmas to you this Christmas Day. That's a great story. Yeah, yeah no. I want to see Santa. I want to buy a Christmas tree. They only have fake trees here at the mall. Plastic Christmas trees are gross. Well, Grown-ups like them because they don't make a mess. And you don't have to kill a living tree. Yeah. Trees don't feel anything. Trees feel things. They're alive like us. Tell him the story of Little Tree Peter. Well, we haven't even gone shopping yet. So, so what was the story? Story, story, story. Okay, 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 okay. Once upon a time, in a big forest, there was a little pine tree who knew that she was special. Her name was Little Tree. I'm special, she would say to the older trees. Rabbit came by to visit her. She was Little Tree's best friend. Squirrel says you're nuts, Little Tree. He says you're just like every other tree in the forest. Nuh uh, I'm special. She'd known it in her heart ever since she was a pine cone. Now, Little Tree grew in the shade of old Grandfather Ponderosa, one of the tallest and wisest of trees. Everything on Mother Earth is special, Little Tree. Every bear and every ant, every blade of grass has its own special story. And your story... I don't mean to be disrespectful, Grandfather, but why are you telling me this? <laughs> because you are a tree, Little Tree. So your story will be like the story of other trees. You will grow in the spring rain and you will feel the summer breeze dance through your new needles. Your branches will hold nests for jaybird and wren, and in the fall, when the frost is on your bark, your trunk will protect beetle and give spider places to spin her webs. In the winter, when the snow makes a blanket around you, your roots will be a home for mole or gopher, and after a long time, you will die and decay and turn back into the earth to nourish other plants and trees. That's just the way it is. Nuh-uh. No one had ever talked to Grandfather like that. Nah, -uh, I'm not sure how yet, but I know I'm special. <laughs> well, little tree, you are special, but even your special story is connected to all the other stories of Mother Earth. Listen to the Earth song. It will remind you. I don't hear any Earth song, Grandfather. Shh. Listen to the voice of the wind. Little tree listened as hard as she could, but she didn't hear anything. Uh, what are you doing, little tree? I'm listening to the wind. Now be quiet so I can listen better. I can hear the wind. I have great ears. You don't even have ears. You're a tree. How do you expect to hear the wind? I can hear you, can't I? I listen like a tree listens. Now be quiet or go away. Okay. Rabbit decided to nibble a sprout. That's when Little Tree heard it. It was faint at first, and then it got louder. Pine tree, jaybird, wind and moose, bear and otter, wolf and goose. I heard it, Rabbit, in the voice of the wind. I heard the earth song. It sang my name. I heard it too. What does it mean, little tree? It means 
I'm special, Rabbit. I hear winter coming, that's all I hear, Squirrel interrupted. He was digging a hole to bury an acorn. Winter's coming, leaves are falling, then it's Christmas Eve. What's Christmas Eve? That's a people word for cold outside. I know about people, they're nuts. You think everyone is nuts, Squirrel. Well, I'm right when it comes to people and their families. Squirrel dropped his acorn into the hole and covered it with dirt. Jaybird squawked from up on a branch. What's a family? It's a gang of people with a couple of big ones and some noisy little ones who run around a lot. When Christmas Eve comes, family Eve's come to the forest with an axe and they chop down a little pine tree just like Little Tree here. Then they take you home and put you in their house and hang little colored sparkly dangly light thingies all over you. They pick out one special tree? Yep. I've seen it, so be careful, or a family Evie might come and make a Christmas Evie tree out of you. Squirrel left without saying goodbye. That was kind of scary. Well, I don't know, Rabbit. I might like being a special Christmas Evie tree. It would prove to all these other trees that I was special, wouldn't it? Well, if a family Evie comes into the forest, I'll get them to take me home. Wow, maybe that's my story, to be a Christmas Evie tree someday. Maybe that's why I've always felt special. The days got shorter and the air became crispy. Leaves turned brilliant orange, red and gold, and the wind swirled them onto the chilly forest floor. Most of the birds flew away to warmer places in the south. Jaybird stayed. One morning after the first snow had fallen, she flew up and landed in one of Little Tree's branches, flapping and squawking. What's the matter, Jaybird? I can't understand you. Jaybird dropped the plastic bag she was holding in her beak. People, Little Tree, there's a family Evie in the forest looking for a Christmas Evie tree just like Squirrel said. They got an axe and they're headed this way. B but I'm not ready. Look, I brought you some sparkly plastic to decorate your branches so they'll notice you. Oh, thank you, Jaybird. Hang it on one of my twigs. Look, here comes Rabbit. They're coming up the hill. I'd love to scare them away, but I'm too scared. I'll miss you, Little Tree. Goodbye. Goodbye, Little Tree. Goodbye. Goodbye and they left Little Tree alone as the people came closer and closer. <gasps> I'll stand up as tall as I can and stretch out my branches so they'll pick me to be their Christmas Eevee tree. Oh, yeah, it's a family Eevee, all right, with two big people and two noisy little ones, just like Squirrel said. And that big one's got a long stick with a metal piece at the end. <gasps> that must be the axe they're going to use to chop me down. <laughs> I wonder what it will be like to leave the forest. The people stopped right in front of Little Tree. Then one of the little ones spoke. This one would make a good Christmas tree, Dad. That's a good one, all right. The big person reached up and removed Jaybird's plastic bag from Little Tree's branch and put it in his pocket. Ah, it amazes me how people can leave trash around in a beautiful place like this. Oh, maybe this wasn't such a good idea. Maybe they ought to pick a different tree. Yes, this is a nice one, but let's hike up a little further and look around. And they left. Little Tree couldn't believe it. What happened? They were all ready to take me home, and, and they just left me here. They even took my plastic decorations, so now I'm not special at all. She was so sad she started to cry. Sap ran down her trunk. She was miserable. And then she heard it again. Raven, spider, crab and snail, catfish, heron, pond and whale. The wind isn't even blowing, and I can hear the earth song. Maybe the great spirit is trying to tell me something, but what? What is it? Rabbit ran up to her. You didn't go, little tree. You're still here. I'm glad you're not special. She is special, Rabbit. Grandfather Ponderosa's voice boomed through the forest. You needed more decorations. She doesn't need decorations, Jaybird. She needs organization. If you're not organized, you never get anything done. Right, Grandfather? Those who are always busy organizing their lives, Squirrel, cannot hear the Earth Song. When you believe that the Great Spirit takes care of you, then you find your own story. In all deference, Your Majesty, sir, we need to get organized to survive. Where would I be if I didn't gather nuts for the winter, huh? <coughs> 
Do you not see, Squirrel, that gathering nuts is part of a squirrel's story? What good would it do for a dragonfly to gather nuts? The bears do not get organized before they hibernate for the winter, and everyone gets a cave. And seeds have no one to tell them how many branches to grow, yet they grow to fullness without being organized because they know their own story. I know I'm special, Grandfather, but maybe if I wait for the Great Spirit to help me find my story, then I won't have to try so hard to be special. No one knows what surprises the Great Spirit has for us, Little Tree. That's the wonder of life. The family, they're coming back! Rabbit was always the first to hear things. I'm out of here. I don't want to end up as no Christmas Eve tree. I'm all out of decorations. As the people came over the ridge, Little Tree heard the small one say, There she is, Dad, the best tree in the whole forest. Okay, if this is the one you want. They stopped quietly right in front of her. I can't believe this. Are they going to make me their Christmas Eve tree after all? And, and here comes the big one with his axe. At least I think it's an axe. I've never seen one before, but I know an axe has a long handle on a metal piece on one end to do the chopping. This is it. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. Goodbye, Rabbit. Goodbye, Squirrel and Jaybird. Goodbye, Grandfather. One of the little ones shouted, Come on, Dad, just do it. Okay, here goes, the big one said. Be careful with that shovel, dear, the other big one said. We don't want to hurt her roots. If we're going to dig up this little tree and replant her in our front yard and decorate her this Christmas, she's going to need all her roots. I'm being careful. Don't worry. She'll live for a long time and grow to be part of our family. What's this? That thing is a shovel, not an axe. They're going to dig me up and take me home with them. They're not going to chop me down. All right. Little Tree was so excited she thought she might explode into little toothpicks. One of the little ones pointed to Grandfather Ponderosa and asked, Will our little tree get to be as tall as this one? She will if we take good care of her. And when we grow up and have our own kids, we'll come home for visits and we'll decorate her every year and she'll be our very own special family Christmas tree forever. Little tree felt the earth around her roots being loosened carefully. Then she was gently lifted up as the family of people wrapped her roots in a blanket. She heard her friends off in the woods. Goodbye, little tree, goodbye! Hey, you're not nuts. Good luck. We'll miss you. You were right. You are special. <laughs> Farewell, Little Tree. Have a wonderful story, and remember that we love you, too. As Little Tree was carried slowly out of the forest, the family sang to her. Oh, Christmas tree, oh, Christmas tree, much pleasure doth thou bring me. For every year the Christmas tree brings to us all both joy and glee. Oh, Christmas tree, oh, Christmas tree, much pleasure doth thou bring me. Little Tree knew that now she was part of the people's story, and she knew that she would grow tall and strong and old with them. I will give this family be shade in the summer, and they can decorate me with shiny lights to celebrate their holy days in the winter. And she heard the earth song in the voice of the wind again. Rabbit, clover, owl, and bee, red-tailed hawk, and great salt sea, pine tree, jaybird, wind, and moose, bear, and otter, wolf, and goose. And she knew that her own story was still unfolding, and that it was part of the great story of Mother Earth, for we are all connected to each other. That story connected me to my stomach. Anyone want to come over to the candy store with me? Yeah! Cool. I'll wait here. I want to see Santa. Me too. I don't know what I want to get for anyone else, but I know what I want from Santa. Well, what do you want? My mom got really mad at me last night. So this morning when she asked me what I wanted for Christmas, here's what I said. Let's stop here for now. Chapter 2 of Christmas Holidays is currently available. We will release chapters 3 and 4 before December 20th. Please spread the word on your social media. Let your friends and family know about this podcast if you think they might enjoy it. We'd love to have them subscribe too. 
You can also like my Facebook page. It's called We Like Peter Alsop. And I'd be glad to hear from you there with any comments or suggestions. And the complete album of Christmas Holidays is available for purchase as a download or as a physical CD right now, as are all my other award-winning albums for both adults and kids online at peteralsop.com. I'll bet that when you're finished listening to these episodes, chewing on the songs yourself, that you'll probably think immediately of someone who needs to hear this too. My Songs to Chew podcast can be found wherever you get your podcasts. Please keep widening our circle of care and providing our kids with songs to chew so we can help them learn how to think rather than just what to think. This is Peter Alsop. Bye for now.